Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNairby on Twitter and Instagram, NairbyDo on Twitch, and I'm also Nairby wherever books about books are sold. And it's time for another episode of Bayside Buddy. This is episode 36, where we'll be taking a look at uh, Saved by the Bell Season 4, Episodes 11 and 12, two good ones. I think I hear pigeons mating calling on my balcony. Try to ignore it. It's, 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 it's nature, so... They may may end up doing intercourse. Hopefully, we won't, we won't have to listen to that pigeon pigeon sex. Must be weird. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna start with Saved by the Bell season season four, episode eleven, entitled "Love Machine." Air date October seventeenth, nineteen ninety two. And we start in science class, where Zach is reading an issue of Wrestling Superstars magazine, one of the Apter magazines for those who grew up in the Hulkamania mania era with all the wrestling magazines. And Zach tells us that it's Science Week, and he and Jesse are working on a project together. Zach then tells Mr. Tuttle, who is, I guess, the science teacher, as well as the music teacher, and he's all over the place in, in the Saved by the Bell universe, but he tells Mr. Tuttle that science just doesn't do it for him. So Tuttle shows Zach around to the various projects in the class that students are working on, and we see that a couple of the nerds are working on a bug a bug zapping machine that bike riders can wear on their face, <laughs> you know, to prevent bugs from flying into their mouth. So they had this bug zapping mini machine, you know, those bug zappers that light up and then they they shock the bugs when they get too close. That's what these two nerds made up, and the bug zapper thing was over the mouth for bike riders. Yeah, anyway. Then, then we see Screech and Kelly working on a love machine. We then go to Slater and, and a random girl who are working on a pair of rocket-powered rollerblades. Random girl, because Lisa does not appear in this episode, which was weird. Anyway, Belding then enters and he introduces a new student, and her name is Jennifer. And Zach, of course, because he's Zach Morris, is instantly fine on her. And he tries to get Slater to check out the new girl, but Slater is trying to hide as he explains to Zach that Jennifer is his girlfriend from Germany. Class ends and Zach and Slater sneak out one door while the other students leave via the other door. And Belding asks Kelly and Jesse to show Jennifer around. Screech then introduces himself to Jennifer and assumes that she doesn't understand English. So he speaks phonetically in English to her while also trying to do some kind of sign language, which... Which is funny. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed this. I've noticed it. I've always noticed this. Is that if you're trying to talk, if you're, if let's say for you speak English, and you're 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 in some city or country that you're not familiar with, and you're asking for directions, and you're talking to somebody in English, but they don't understand English. What what do we do? What do we moron humans do? Instead of just moving on. And trying to find somebody else who might understand English, we speak louder in English. As if we speak louder and slower, as if maybe now they'll understand if I get real loud and speak in the same language that they don't understand. And then the person is just sitting there almost squinting because you're yelling at them. <laughs> I've seen this, it's funny to see. People, humans are, uh, we're pretty dumb. <laughs> anyway, Zach and Slater then reappear together. So my family moved, and Jennifer and I never really broke up. So wait a minute, now you're saying you have two girlfriends? Mm -hmm. So what's the big deal? That's great. Now, well, Jesse won't think it's great. 
That's a good point. Look, you've got to help me keep Jennifer and Jesse apart until I can figure out what to do. No problem. Hey, guys, come on over and meet Jennifer. Albert Clifford? Is that you? Albert? Clifford? <laughs> That's why I shortened it to AC. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, it's so good to see you, Albert. You go to school here? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's great to see you, too, Jen. <laughs> you two know each other? Sure looks like Al and Jen know each other. Jess? <laughs> uh, Jennifer and I used to live next door to each other on my dad's army base. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> well, why don't we hear more about little Albie over lunch? We can't. We have student council meeting. You know that. Oh, where has my mind gone? Oh, my dad asked me that all the time. <laughs> hey, guys, listen. Why don't Zach, Screech, and I take Jennifer to the max? That is a great idea, Slater. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you guys. Bye. Jen, listen. You go ahead with them, and I'll catch up with you in a few minutes, okay? Okay. All right. So listen. Now, don't worry, foreign lady. I'll read the menu for you. <laughs> Yep, Slater says that they just used to live next door to each other, just leaving out some important critical information. <laughs> and we then go to the Max, and Zach tells Screech not to let Jennifer know that Slater and Jesse are dating. Zach and Screech then join De Jennifer at a booth, and she tells Zach that she and Slater dated for 14 months until he moved. Zach! <sighs> Zach then says if it were up to him... He would have left his dad, or he would have let his dad move to America while he stayed with Jennifer. Because Zach is a. He, he, he just comes off as such a douchebag. He just bounces from one girl to the next. It's just. Come on, man, dude. It makes you. Make, me, anyway, it makes me really not like Zach even more. It's just. Dude, come on, man. Slater then arrives and he's wearing a shirt that Jennifer gave him. And it's it's sleeveless because of course it is. <laughs> Slater then tries to get Zach and Screech to leave until Kelly and Jesse show up, and Slater forces Zach and Screech to now stick around. Jesse then asks Jennifer for some, for some stories about Albert Clifford from Germany, <laughs> and Slater says that nobody wants to hear. Well, that's that's his name for anybody who forgot. His she, uh, Jennifer reveals that Sla AC stands for Albert Clifford. Slater says that nobody wants to hear any of that, that those stories, but Kelly re rebuts him and says, yeah, we do, let's hear it. So they asked Jennifer if Slater had a lot of girlfriends in Germany, and she said that he only had one. Kelly and Jesse then put Slater over about how great an athlete he is at Bayside, and then Screech jumps in and says that Slater's girlfriend, Jesse, is president of the school. <laughs> And Jennifer, upon hearing this, quickly makes an excuse to leave, and Zach and Screech quickly follow. And we then go back to science class where students are working on their projects. Zach and Jesse ask Screech if they can try out their project, with this, which is some kind of spy listening device inside of a pen, which uh, you can actually get those. And uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had one, and I never used it. It... I only used it to like to speak into it. I never actually used it to eavesdrop on anybody's conversations because I just was paranoid that they would know that they would be like, "Hey, 
does that pen have a microphone in it? <laughs> you know, I was just paranoid. But yeah, I used to have one of those. <sighs> so they asked Screech to test it out somewhere in the school. And we then head out to the halls where Slater and Jennifer are having a conversation. You could have told me you had a girlfriend. Well, I never expected to see you again, Jen. I didn't know what to do. But the minute I saw you, it was like nothing had changed. I feel the same way. Uh, look, this isn't a smart place to talk. Why don't you give me your phone number and I'll call you tonight, okay? okay. Hey, Screech, let me borrow this pen. Oh, but it's not really a pen, Slater. Hey, if it has ink, it'll do. Here, Jen, write down your number. Oh my gosh! Why does he want her number? Well, the micro listener works just fine. Let's call it a day. Move it or lose it. Boy, I never expected my girlfriend to show up from halfway around the world. Girlfriend? Well, yeah, sure. She's a girl and she's an old friend. There, feel better? Out of my way. I'm gonna break his cheating heart. Boy. Can't let my good friends Jesse and Slater break up over a girl. Especially one I'd like to date. <laughs> I tell you, man, the more I see Zach going after every new girl that shows up, the less I want to see him him and Kelly get back together. It's just man, they, he's he's he, it's he, it's like he's a douchey pickup artist. Anyway, we got a commercial after which Slater is hanging out at Zach's house. I'm dead. Jesse's gonna rip my eyes out, punch my face in, then break up with me. It's her usual pattern. Look, Slater, the only way out of this is for you to tell Jesse that it's over between you and Jennifer. Yeah, but it's not. That's the problem. What am I gonna do? Well, you gotta make up your mind who you really want. Right. Who do I want? Right, let's do a little comparison shopping. Now, first, you have Jennifer. I mean, she's very, very average. Then, there's Jesse. I mean, she's bright, beautiful, extremely above average. You're sweet. Loving mama. Yeah. Yeah, she is my mama, isn't she? Well, there's your decision. Dump Jennifer. Right, yes. Wrong. Oh, Preppy, I don't know what I want. Come on, slap some sense into me. Would you get a hold of yourself, Slater? <laughs> you know what? If there was only some way Jennifer wasn't such a threat to Jesse. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You need some guy to ask Jennifer out to take the heat off you for a while. Right, but where am I going to find this guy? Preppy, how about you? <laughs> Slater, I just came from school. Jesse's on a rampage. She spray painted Death to Slater on your locker. No problem, Screech. Zach's gonna ask Jennifer out, so Jesse won't be jealous. I'm home free. Yeah, you see this scene. Zach was playing, he had one of those classic basketball nets with sponge balls. Set up that they had back in the day that you would hang on the top of a door. Everybody, well, well, everybody who had one had them in their bedroom. I had one of those, and I thought I, I thought it was cool. I, I spent hours playing with those things in my room, playing, acting like I was in an NBA game, performing the greatest dunks of all time. <laughs> Freaking quadruple axle somersault dunks. <laughs> With my little sponge ball. <laughs> anyway, Screech then arrives and tells Slater that Jesse is on a rampage as she has written death to Slater on his locker. And Slater says that he's home free because Zach is going to take Jennifer out. And we then twirly wipe back to Bayside where Jesse has Slater in a headlock and she demands to know why Slater asked Jennifer for her phone number. And Slater says that it was just so he can break up with Jennifer over the phone. 
which would be e- because it would be easier than doing it in person. And Jesse is relieved at hearing this and lets Slater go, and they part ways. Jesse then bumps into Zach and asks him to ask Jennifer out so she can test Slater's reaction. And Zach does looks to the camera, does a little eyebrow raise, and then looks back at Jesse and agrees to do it because Zach is getting more douchey by the by the second. Jennifer then confronts Screech at his locker and she's upset that Jesse's mad at her and won't talk to her. And Screech tells Jennifer not to worry, as everything will be fine after her and Zach's fake date at the max. <laughs> and Jennifer Jennifer asks for more information about this fake date, and Screech tells her that Zach asking Jennifer out was Slater's idea. But don't tell Jesse. Jennifer then gets a little evil conniving look on her face and she agrees to go along with the plan so she can mess with Slater. And we then go to the max where, where Slater, Jesse, and Screech are there in a booth when Zach and Jennifer arrive fresh off their date. Look who's here! Yeah, it's Zach and Jennifer! Hi guys, you all know Jennifer? Hi. Hi. Look, I hope you guys don't mind, but I kind of plan on... Jennifer and I sitting alone. Oh, I don't mind. Do you mind, Slater? Oh, I don't mind. (laughs) Oh, look at the way they're holding hands. What can I get you guys? Well, how about one burger and we'll meet at the pickle? Oh, can you rush that order? Yeah. It's getting hot and heavy over there. Boy, Zach didn't waste any time. But I guess there's nothing wrong with Zach dancing with Jennifer. Is there, Slater? No. I'm happy they're hitting it off. (laughs) Real happy. (laughs) If you'll excuse me, I'll be right back. You're doing great. Hold me closer, Zach. Only if you insist. May I cut in? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jen, uh, listen, I thought maybe after I dropped off Jesse, I'd come by your house and we can talk. We better call first, because I'm going to the beach with Zach. Wait right here. <laughs> Be right back. Hey, a walk on the beach? What are you doing? I'm just trying to make it look convincing. Yeah, well, you're supposed to be convincing Jesse, not Jennifer. <laughs> I got a kick out of this scene. A few, a few interesting things in this scene. Number one, Kelly is still working at the Max, which is fine. But uh, we haven't seen Scott Wolf. I guess Scott Wolf was uh, fired because Scott Wolf is fireable. <laughs> uh, two, Slater cuts in and dances with Jennifer after Jesse heads off to the washroom. Like, come on, dude, what are you doing? And three, <laughs> Zach wants to meet at the pickle. You can't. You probably can't even say that now. <laughs> Let's meet at the pickle, baby. <laughs> and we then go back to Bayside Science class for the presentations of the science fair project thingamajigs. Uh, now our next presenters are Kelly and Screech and the Love Detector. All right, we're getting Screech. Get this. What do you need, Screech? When two people are hooked up to the machine, their feelings for each other are registered on the front scale. Any volunteers? How about Zach and Jennifer? 
ingenious idea. Fly, lovebirds, to the meat meter. <laughs> wow, Jennifer, you have soft, lovely hands. They're mine, Nimwad. <laughs> so, sorry, Zach. Our subjects are connected. Kelly, hit the juice. Very compatible. Oh, way to go, Preppy. Thanks a lot. I ask you to do me one favor and you'll wind up stealing my girlfriend. She's still your girlfriend? Uh, well, I mean my old girlfriend. But, but, you see... I don't know. It's all the stupid machine's fault. <laughs> Jesse, wait. I... Uh, I, I tell you, they they really made Slater look like a total moron here. Just, I mean, it, I mean, Jennifer and his actual girlfriend are both in the room, and he just he just goes up to Zach and he announces that you stole my girlfriend. God, the writing. <laughs> anyway, after we got a commercial break, and after which Jesse and Kelly are in the Bayside Girls locker room. That's it. Me and the Neanderthal are through. Jesse, Slater didn't try to deliberately hurt you. He just got caught in a weird situation. Well, he could have come to me. He could have told me the truth. I happen to be a very understanding person, you know. I sense that. You know, you're the only one who's going to lose if you break up with Slater. You'll just be driving him back to Jennifer. That's where he wants to be. You don't know that for sure. Maybe they should go on a date to see how they really feel. What? Jesse, sometimes you have to let go of a person to find out if there's something there to hold on to. I don't want to lose Slater. I love him. Uh, poor Jesse. You know, this wasn't equal to her I'm so excited breakdown, but it was pretty close for me. And we don't see that very often coming from her character. Her showing that much uh, vulnerability or sadness. So anyway, we then go to the halls of Bayside where Jessie is at her locker. And she's holding and smelling one of Slater's Letterman's jackets. Slater arrives and he apologizes to Jessie for not letting her know about Jennifer sooner. He tells Jessie that she's his mama. Jessie then tells Slater that he needs to go out on a date with Jennifer... To see if there's any feelings there. And Slater asks if she's sure. And Jesse says yes. And if he chooses Jennifer, Jesse says that she gets to keep the jacket, meaning Jesse gets to. Slater kisses Jesse and heads off. Because this makes no sense at all. Dudes, if, if your girl says you should go on a date with this other woman just to see what happens, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have any experience in that, but I, I can't imagine that that's actually something smart to do. But uh, I'm what? What? I, how would I know? What would I know? I'm, I'm just a single dude reading a mic, talking into a microphone. Anyway, we then go to Slater and Jennifer at the movies. Hey, you sure you want to sit up front, Jen? Mm-hmm. We always used to sit in the back at the Berlinaplex. I know, but I like to sit closer now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I like to sit closer, too. Change my mind. I don't want to go through with this anymore. My romantic future depends on what happens here tonight. Besides, you like Jennifer, too. You want to see her end up with Slater? No. But come on, why do I have to dress up as the old lady? Because the support holes were cutting off my circulation. Now stop complaining. We got the senior discount, didn't we? Like they're bonding? No way. They're still eating popcorn from separate tubs. <laughs> Sorry, Sonny. <laughs> You're gonna love this movie, Jen. I heard Mel Gibson is great in it. Actually, I'm getting tired of Mel Gibson. I like Kevin Costner now. Kevin Costner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's okay, I guess. What they say, I can't hear them. I don't know, my girl's killing me. <laughs> Can I help you with something? Wait, uh, you just back up there because, see, I have Mason here. I'm sorry. See, yes, you should be because there's people like you that don't make a shape for us anymore. Isn't it? <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna blow it. Wait, you just broke your bra. <laughs> Hey, it's fun being together like this again, isn't it, Jen? If you don't mind, I like being called Jennifer now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay, Albie. While we're on name changes, it's uh, AC now, not Albie. Oh, please, can Clifford. Great, I can't hear them. Well, it doesn't look so good from here. Ow. What's wrong? My neck hurts. Someone twisted it this morning. Well, here, let me have it for you. Oh, my gosh, they're gonna kiss. I can't take this anymore. Wait. Oh. Whoa. Damn, I tell you, man, Zach took quite a fall on the stairs in this scene. If you can find it, go back and watch it. I mean, he lands on the on a, on a on steps like via his front, and he took a. I mean, in wrestling, it's called a bump. He took one hell of a bump on those stairs, Zach. There, Mark Paul. So my hat's off to him, but he's but the character's still very douchey. And we then go to the max where Kelly is waiting on Screech, who is alone in a booth, and he tells Kelly to check on the old couple in the booth behind him as they're making weird noises. Kelly goes to check things out, and Jesse and Zach reveal themselves as the old couple. And they tell Kelly that they dressed up to spy on Slater and Jennifer. And they Jesse says that they left right before Slater and Jennifer started making out. Slater and Jennifer then arrive, and Zach and Jesse reveals that it was them dressed up as the, old, the two old people in the theater. Jesse then wishes Slater and Jennifer the best. But they tell her that they realize that they're not so compatible anymore. And they're better off as friends. Slater and Jesse leave together. And then Jennifer asks Zach if he'd like to go to the movies with her the next night. And he accepts. And we get the credits. 
As much as Zack came off as a total douche, still a great episode. Liked it very much. Very cool. Funny. And uh, yeah, I, 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 liked, I liked the concept. So good episode. Uh, my hat's off to them. I guess that's all I have to say. I'm kind of turned off by Zack just being a douche. He doesn't deserve Kelly, man. I mean, Kelly only friggin' since breaking up with Zack only went with, got together with one dude. Zack is friggin' all over the place. It's, 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 come on, man. Anyway, we now move on to season four, episode 12, entitled Class Rings. <laughs> Air date October 12th, 1992. And we start in a classroom that I assume is for a student council. And everyone is waiting on Tori and Zack to arrive. And Belding is surprised that Tori is late. And Lisa, who we didn't see in the last episode, because, which was weird, that we didn't see her. We saw Kelly and Jesse. That's very seemed very odd to me. But Lisa says that Tori was never late until she started dating Zach. So now they're dating. So remember, they first met, and it was just okay. Yeah, we didn't get along at first, but now okay, everything's cool. Then they eventually confess their attraction to one another at the masquerade ball. Then Zach tries to win a trip to Hawaii and he tries to decide which girl he's going to take to Hawaii. This was a Tory episode, was it? No, this wasn't. Was that? Yeah, it was a Tory episode. Then he hits on two girls at the toga party, but that wasn't a toga. That wasn't a toga. That wasn't a toga episode. That was not a, a Tory episode. So, some more half-assed writing here. So, now Zach and Tori are dating. So, I don't, like, did they air these episodes out of order or something? Or did they write these things on the fly? Still love the show, though. Anyway, Zach and Tori arrive holding hands and they apologize for being late. Belden then starts the meeting on what kind of class rings to get. And Screech then suggests, or not Screech. uh, No, yeah, Screech. Screech then suggests everyone buy a box of Cracker Jacks. And hope that there are rings inside. (laughs) Which is funny because I remember back in the day in the 80s or something. There was some controversy that somebody found some metal parts in their box of Cracker Jacks. And as a result of that, I never ate Cracker Jacks again for like 20 years. Which is crazy because Cracker Jacks are actually pretty tasty. But that one scandal, I fell for the, well, if one box has the metal parts, they all have metal parts. So I'm not going to buy them anymore. I fell for that. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it's all good now. Go buy some Cracker Jacks. Anyway, the class are looking at a brochure, and Ox, the football numbskull oaf boy, suggests getting a, a traditional style with the Bayside crest on one side of the ring and the ear on the other. And the class likes the idea, and Belding asks who's going to be in charge of getting the rings, and Zach says that he'll do it, and he says that Deal is his middle name. We then go to later in the halls, where Screech is kind of panicking, as he wonders if he should get two rings... One for this year and one for next, just in case the price goes up. Lisa chastises Screech for being a dumbass because he's not going to be there next year. He's graduating this year. Screech realizes he was, you know, oh yeah, I get, yeah, that's right. He does a little kick in the dirt motion and he leaves. Tori then calls Lisa out on always being mean to Screech. And Lisa and Slater says that it's justified. No, it's not. Screech is awesome. Tori then makes a deal with Lisa that if she can go on one date, meaning Tori, can go on one date with Screech and not be mean to him, 
Lisa has to be nice to Screech for the rest of the year. And Lisa agrees to the deal, and Tori heads over to Zack, who is talking with Violet Bickerstaff's old nerd boyfriend, uh, Maxwell, I believe his name was. So he came, he returned, even though we haven't seen Violet since season two. But Zack is talking to him. He's trying to get him to buy more than one ring. Tori asks Zack if he would be okay if she went on one date with Screech, and he says that it's not a problem. Tori then asks Screech out to the movies tonight. And Screech is iffy at first, but Zack, because Zack is his best friend and Screech is a good guy, unlike Zack, who went after Lisa a few episodes ago, Tori then tells Screech that Zack is okay with it and Screech agrees to go on the date. And we then go to the classic Saved by the Bell movie theater, which we saw last episode, with the folding chairs and <laughs> budget, I guess, and Tori and Screech are on their movie date. <laughs> I got some popcorn, licorice, and Mr. Snooter's gumballs. This should last till my first bathroom break. <laughs> Until you get a major zit. So what did you get for me? You nothing. Oh, oh here, have some popcorn. Oh. Oh, great, she's going for the popcorn. Man, I don't know, I feel like I'm spying on my girl and my best friend. War. My special sauce has quite a kick, huh? What's in it? Brazilian horseradish. Have some more. No, thanks. I'll stick with Mr. Snooters. <laughs> Way to go, Tori. Ah, looks like a year of kissing up to Screech, Lisa. Shut <laughs> up or I'll rip those lips off. <laughs> Just like you said, why are you crying? I just hate it when the monster dies. I loved that guy. <laughs> Screech, you've seen that movie five times. You knew he was going to die. Well, I know, but I keep hoping they'll change it and let him live. <laughs> Let's go. Wait. I can't find Arnold. Arnold? Yes, I still have a chance. <laughs> Arnold? Oh, here he is. Yes, my pet mouse. He just loves the movies. Mouse to the movies? I mean, he is kind of cute. <laughs> Life as I know it is over. I, lo I love it. I legit LOL'd at Screech spoiling the movie just seconds into it. <laughs> Which is also funny because you go back to the episode where Lisa agreed to go on a date with Screech. I think it was in the first season. And they went to the movies and they brought everyone else with them. And Lisa wouldn't shut up. And Screech ended up moving to another seat. And now Screech is being a dumbass in the movies. <sighs> anyway, we then go to the max where a sleazy looking guy carrying a briefcase with a bag or with a big diamond pictured on it or, or pictured on a briefcase arrives. Here comes my ring salesman. 
You're buying all rings from him? Hey, trust me. Huh? Hi, I'm Zach Morris. You must be Mr. Diamond? <laughs> Absolutely correct. But my friends call me Jem. <laughs> my card. Jem Diamond. Jeweler, ringologist, and GGDK? Good guy to know. <laughs> so, buddy, you're interested in buying some college rings, eh? No, no, high school rings. Oh, 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 my mistake. You got that mature college look. <laughs> well, I will be in college next year. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. You look like a man of fine taste. Let me show you my line. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> What we have here is a fine sampling of ladies' rings, men's rings, and... Oh, 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 you don't want this one. Why? What's wrong? Well, if I told her once, I told her a hundred times. Ma, don't put the Greco-Roman 3000 in the showcase. Well, what's the matter with it? It looks like a really good ring. A really good ring. It's the best. <laughs> but every time I sell this ring, I, I lose money. There's a misprint in the price guide. Oh, well, that's what I want. No, oh, I'm sorry, but I made a vow to my dead dad that I would never sell this ring again. <laughs> Yes, I'll just have to buy 300 rings somewhere else. All right. Ah, ah, ah. You don't have to twist my arm. Oh, oh you beat me. You win. <laughs> All right. We still haven't talked price. Oh, well, how does this grab you? $99 for a ring? Oh, no, no, no. That's too much. I can get them much cheaper. All right. Tell you what I'm going to do, but only because I like you. <laughs> well, that is much better. Ah. But there's one more thing. I want my ring for free. Hey, Jim Diamond doesn't give anything away for free. Well, that is a shame, because I could convince my principal to buy some rings from you next year, too. Ah, 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 you got me again! <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, all you have to do is sign right here and call me when you get all the ring sizes. Yeah, that's, uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Jim Diamond. <laughs> What a name. That's a porn name. Gem Diamond. Wow, wow. Uh, and the little bit before he leaves when he checks the payphone, uh, the coin return slot for any change. <laughs> uh, anyway, Screech then arrives and Slater pokes fun at Lisa as now she has to be nice to Screech. And Screech takes a seat and he seems a little distracted as Lisa puts on a fake smile and asks Screech how he's doing. And Screech replies that he's terrific. And he and Tori are in love. <laughs> and we get a commercial break, after which we go back to the halls of Bayside, where Lisa, Zach, and Slater give Tori the news that Screech is in love with her. Tori freaks out and says that it was just a movie date and no big deal. Screech then arrives with a bunch of balloons and flowers for Tori. And Tori tells Screech that they need to talk. And Screech says that they have plenty of time to get to know each other. And he 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 would he wants to know things about Tori, like what kind of deodorant she uses. <laughs> and the bell then rings and Screech blows Tori a kiss and heads off. And we then go to later on at the max where Screech and Tori are sitting at a table. And they're sitting together as, and Screech is just, just looking at Tori with the look of love. Tori tells Screech that the two of them won't work out because of the differences. She says that she likes bikes and he likes bugs. And Screech then says that if that's the, that's the way it is, he's just going to get a can of Raid and take care of the bugs and he runs off. Zack then arrives and he has everyone's class rings. 
And uh, I was wondering why he was giving them out at the max. And I got to thinking that maybe the max is actually on Bayside property. Because a couple episodes ago, the one where Zack wanted to win the trip to Hawaii, Belding leaves Bayside and to go to the max to find Zack. And he, he's, he's there in record time. So I got to thinking that maybe the max is like the Bayside cafeteria. Because why is Zach handing them out at the max? I don't know. It's all right. Anyway, Slater is surprised that the rings were made overnight. As Zach hands the rings out, Zach and Lisa then start to bust Tori's balls over Screech, and Tori asks Zach for help to get out of it. And we then go back to Bayside in the boys' locker room, where Zach and Slater are waiting on Screech to come in. It's almost a shame to break those two kids up. Yeah, well, Screech is starting to bother Tori, and I'd like my girlfriend back. <laughs> all right, all right, he's coming. Uh, go hide. What? Tight. Tight. Oh, <laughs> Oh, hey, Screech. Have you seen Zack? Man, he's really been bummed since he lost Tori. Uh, a broken heart. I've been there many times. <laughs> Here he is, Screech. Listen, you're his best pal. Why don't you try to cheer him up? All right. <laughs> oh, Zack. Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> what are you doing? Try to cheer him up. Try something else. Hey, buddy. Want to talk about it? Well, it's just that I miss Tori so much. Yeah, she's a great girl, isn't she? Ah, uh, I can understand. Is there anything I can do to help? Well, there is one thing. Nah, forget it. I can't ask him to do that. Oh, no, 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 no. never. No. Well, of course you can, Zach. I do anything for you. Just name it. Okay. You stop going out with Tori? What are you, nuts? Find a hobby. Yeah, that's right. I love it, man. Screech is like, too bad. A little payback to Zach for moving in on Lisa, man. Zach going for every girl who shows up. Come on, man. Anyway, we then go back to the halls of Bayside where Screech gives Tori his ring to wear on a necklace. He tells her that girlfriends always wear their boyfriend's rings. And Tori tells Screech that she's not his girlfriend. And Screech subtly shoots her down and trots off. Zack and Slater show up and tell her that that, uh, things didn't work out with Screech. (laughs) No no shit. As uh, Tori shows them the ring that Screech got. Well, the ring on the necklace that Screech gave to her. And she says that they're engaged. Lisa then shows up and she's not happy with Zack. As now she's got a green stain on her finger from the class ring because it's not real gold. And Zach thinks that it might just be hers until he removes his. And he also has a green stain, as does Tori, Slater, and everyone else. And we now get a commercial break, after which Zach calls Jem Diamond. And he demands his money back. But Jem tells Zach that all sales are final and hangs up on his ass. And Zach is now panicked as everybody is pissed at him. And Zori's, Zori, Tori tries to comfort him and says that at least Screech isn't in love with him. And Zack then comes up with an idea as after hearing that and asks Tori to get Screech really angry as part of the plan. And we then go to Screech alone in a classroom playing with a flea circus. 
when Tori comes running in, Screech tries to hide that he's playing with a flea circus until he finally reveals that it's actually his fleas. He just couldn't kill them. <sighs> Tori then shows Screech a green stain on her neck from the ring that was uh, put that the neck the ring necklace, if you will. And she acts upset that the symbol of their love is a fake. She then gets Screech angry about it all and tells him that the guy who sold him the rings is at the max. And Screech gets pumped up and he runs off. And we then go to the max where Jim Diamond arrives to meet with Zack. Thanks for coming. Your second phone call intrigued me. Tell me more about your change of heart. Step into my office. This is my associate, A.C. Slater. What's the A.C. stand for? Abnormally cruel. (laughs) Jim, (laughs) let's cut to the chase. I am very impressed by the way you ripped me off. It's nice to be appreciated. But I thought you and your buddies were upset. Who cares about them? I got my ring for free. (laughs) Here's the deal. I think we should become partners. What do I need you for? Me and Ma, we do fine. Plus, I'm a teenager and I can get into any school and convince kids to buy rings from you. I like the way you think, kid. But what's a muscle for? Slater? You see, he will convince anyone who needs convincing. Right. Like this. (laughs) So... What do you say? What do I say? Not a bing, but a boom! Uh, hey, uh, where's Screech? I don't know. If Tori did her job. He should be here any second. Okay. <laughs> hey, you, Mr. Ring Guy. Uh oh. Defend the honor of Tori and all the Green Finger girls of Bayside. Yo, tough guy, take care of this punk. Right. Ah. Step aside, Slater. I'm about to teach this guy a lesson ninja style. I can't let you do that, Screech. <laughs> Buddy, huh? can't we be reasonable here? Tell it to Zondo. <laughs> All right, you scumbucket. Replace those phony rings with real ones, or else. Whoa! <laughs> I promise, only, only, don't hurt me, please! Ma! Start the car! I love it. Screech was awesome here, and Slater was awesome too, with the with the uh, the sleeveless shirt and the the, the shades acting as Zach's uh, bodyguard. I like he was he did well here, and and Screech man, he was he was pretty freaking good with those high kicks to uh, Zach and Slater's faces. So well done. And we then go back to Bayside where Zack is giving out the new rings, which he assures are real gold. And Lisa confirms that they are 24 karat gold just by looking at them. Screech then arrives with a bunch of girls on his arms. And one of them asks him if if he'll take her to the movies tonight. 
as another girl argues that Screech is supposed to take her to the Moth Museum. <laughs> they begin having a little tug of war over Screech, and he quickly excuses himself for a moment to go talk to Tori. And Screech breaks up with Tori and tells her that there's only so much of him and so many of the other girls. Tori acts upset and she accepts the breakup as Screech heads off with the other girls. Zack then gives Tori her ring. They kiss, which looked, it didn't look, Zack and Tori, I don't know, I don't know, it doesn't work, but we got the credits. Still a good episode, man. I love Gem Diamond. I love the story. Very good. Screech was great. <sighs> anyway, that was Bayside Buddy episode 36. Two great episodes next week. Uh, we're going to be skipping season 4 episode 13 because episode 13 of season 4 is a clip show called Isn't It Romantic? Where the gang reminisce of, about past romances. So we see a bunch of clips of Zach macking on Kelly. And more clips of Zach going after Kelly. And more clips of Zach going after Kelly. Which makes Zach pick up artist stuff even worse. So we're going to be skipping that. And moving right on to season 4. Episodes 14 and 15. Entitled The Will. And The Teacher's Strike. SerialandGrapeJuice.com At IamTheRB on Twitter and Instagram Go there, follow Go to SerialandGrapeJuice.com For more episodes of Bayside Buddy Episodes of Degrassi Buddy Podcast uh, Movie Buddy If you want to watch a movie But don't want to clean your filthy house That's what Movie Buddy's for As well as recipes with videos And more coming soon SerialandGrapeJuice.com This has been Bayside Buddy Nairby We will see you next time Have a lovely week Go do stuff Yeah Zach is a douche <laughs>